ready for true happiness, for deep fulfillment, for feeling alive, on purpose, and in control of your life again, it's time to be the bold, brilliant, beautiful woman you were born to be. Welcome to the Purpose Girl Podcast. I'm women's happiness and life purpose expert, Karen Rockhind, and I'm going to teach you how to live on purpose, feel alive, and be happy in every aspect of life. I'm going to get real about my life and interview women who are living on purpose so that you can finally live yours. Welcome to the show. If there were a gun pointed at your head right now, what would you regret never having done? I know that this might sound super dramatic, but if you've listened to the Purpose Girl podcast long enough, then you know that this was not a hypothetical for me. You know that the moment that I decided to step out of my fear and into my purpose was a moment when someone was robbing me at gunpoint and I had my hands over my head and I was screaming for my life, please don't hurt me, please don't hurt me. And I looked up and the gun was pointed at my left temple and all these different moments came to me. I saw my grandparents smiling at me at my bat mitzvah. I saw my eighth birthday party. And then I thought of the dreams in my heart that were going to die with me. And I thought it was over. I thought my life was over. And then some other voice said to me, oh, no, you were put on this earth for purpose and people need you. And so I made myself a promise that if I lived, I would pursue this purpose. Because one of the worst things in the world would be getting to the point of your death And realizing that you had dreams that you never pursued, realizing that there were things you wanted to say to your loved ones, or there was forgiveness you wanted to give and you never gave it. And listen, this might sound so hypothetical because who's going to have a gun at their head, but with the recent shootings all over America and of course everywhere else, but with the recent shootings of America, I have been thinking about this more and more. As a Jewish woman, I was completely heartbroken. When a gunman went into a synagogue while people were praying and shot down 11 people. And unfortunately, then it happened again in a nightclub with college students. So I don't want to bring you down or scare you or have you turn off this podcast because perhaps there has never been a more important episode of the Purpose Girl podcast than this one. Because if it's not evident to you yet, then let's be clear about this. Life is short, and you were put on this earth for purpose. You were put on this earth to make a specific difference that only you can make. And today's episode of the Purpose Girl podcast is all about the difference that you are here to make. It is all about what is going to bring your life meaning, what your purpose is. And of course, this is a topic that I revisit because it's the Purpose Girl podcast and it's that important. But this episode continues a six-part series in which I'm taking you through the six different pathways to flourishing, to happiness. It's called PERMA-V, and with each one, I've been providing you the research and the tools for you to live your most flourishing life, right? Of course, the first one was P, positivity. We got all into the brain and how we need to have optimism and why we have to shift into a growth mindset. And then we did E for engagement and having activities and hobbies that you love and put you into a state of flow, mindfulness, being present. And then we went into relationships. I shared my own challenges in my own marriage and our tips and tools for relationships and how to have a healthy relationship in many, many healthy relationships. And now we are at M and the M stands for meaning and purpose. 
And what I know for sure is that the majority of us, if not all of us, are on a quest for meaning in life. Right? Since the beginning of time, Aristotle, other philosophers, people have been searching for what is the meaning of life. And perhaps there's a meaning of life, esoteric, big meaning of life. But what I am more interested in is what is going to be meaningful to you in your life? What will make you feel like your life matters? This is the question of today's Purpose Girl podcast. And you're going to want to stay until the end because I'm actually going to do something I've never done, which is to read you an excerpt from the book that I have been working on. And the reason I decided to read it in this episode is that It says better than I can why you must, and I mean must, take this question of your purpose and meaning seriously and how there are people waiting for you right now to be pursuing your gifts, your talents, your contribution. So make sure that you stay until the end of this episode for that. So when I was searching for purpose and why am I here and what do I want? And I just know that this is not for me, right? Like I was young, I was in my twenties, I was married and just kept feeling like there has to be something more to life. Like there has to be something that is mine. I could just feel it in my body. And maybe you resonate with that. Maybe you can just feel in your body, like there has to be something else. And then even after my divorce and I started this search, like, why am I here? What is my purpose? The word felt so big. I like had no idea and I had no idea where to start. Right. And I remember so many people saying to me, well, if money were no object, what would you do? And my whole mind went blank, right? It was like, my mind went blank. I felt like a deer in headlights. I was like, oh, I don't know. So what about you? Have you ever been asked that question? What do you answer to it? Right. What we know is that this idea of purpose and meaning is so important to us that we often shut it out. And that's why you become a deer in headlights. So my hunch is that you have dreams in your heart. They might not seem like a career or a big on purpose, And that's okay. They don't have to be any sort of bigness. But dreams in your heart that you might travel the world, that you might take a month off, dreams in your heart that you might learn Tantra, dreams in your heart that you might start taking violin or piano lessons, dreams in your heart that you might research your ancestry. But we live in a world where we're so busy that we're constantly saying, I'll get to it next week. I'll get to it next week. And then we ask ourselves, what am I here for? Why am I here? I'm, I'm bored or I'm too busy and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm unhappy. I'm miserable. And we're like, we don't know what to do, but we do know what to do. It's just that we have decided that those dreams in our heart aren't worth pursuing. So I want you to think about this a little bit differently. I want you instead to think about what makes your life meaningful. So rather than being in pursuit of one great lofty purpose, which I will get to in a bit, the first thing I want you to think about is what will make your life meaningful, right? This is the difference between goals and meaning and purpose. So we live in a very goal-oriented world, right? We have goals from the time we are young. We learn how to get an A++ in life. We are told, do well in school. That will get you to do well and get into a good college or to do well in whatever job you pursue. And then that will get you to a goal of making a certain amount of income. And then that certain amount of income will get you to the goal of buying a house. And buying the house will get you to the goal of being able to afford children, et cetera, et cetera. And the next thing we know, we have a big checklist of goals. 
And goals are wonderful. We have to have goals in order to feel satisfied, in order to feel like a sense of pride and achievement. In fact, the next part in this series, two episodes from now, is all about achievement and how you can accomplish the goals that are in your heart. So goals are super important, but you're going to have thousands of goals every year, if not every day, because you have a goal of what time you want to wake up. You have a goal of getting to work on time. You have a goal of a report that you have to write. So goals have a start and an end, and you know if you accomplished it. That's different than feeling into what makes your life meaningful. Meaning is having a sense that your life matters. It is having a sense that You can understand all the connections in your life and the various aspects of your life and really feel like you being here on this planet is making a difference to someone. As my dear friend and colleague Val Burton says, you can look at purpose and meaning in this way. You can ask yourself, whose life is better because you are in it? Just that simple question and thinking of one person's life that is better because you're in it, whether that's a child or a nephew, or that is a colleague at work, or that is your neighbor downstairs whose paper you always take in. That is what creates a meaningful life, a life of mattering. And I think at our core, this is what we really yearn for. We yearn to know that we weren't just a number, we weren't just a cog in a wheel. And back in the day, I think about how America was built. And America was built by entrepreneurs. People came here from various countries and they started working their passions. So if they knew shoes or they were passionate about leatherworking or they had cooking talent from Greece or from Romania or from China, then they brought their talents and they were living and working and they knew that what they were doing mattered. And then the assembly line came. And listen, I'm from Detroit, so... I get how this happened and why it had to happen. But automation and technology, which is actually a great thing, led to people no longer working their passion or no longer working their particular gift, their particular skill, and instead led people to do a job that anybody could do. And then people became just kind of cogs in the wheel, churning, burning, making it happen. And then we all started to go to school to say, how can I become a cog in a wheel that actually gets me enough money to feed my family or gets me more money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then at some point, our lives became meaningless. Even more so now, even though we're in a knowledge economy and the skills that we bring to our job matter, our knowledge matters. If you are not doing work that feels meaningful to you, like you're contributing, at some point, you will probably end up feeling that sense of of emptiness, that sense that you feel a little lost or stuck. Abraham Maslow identified this as the hierarchy of needs, right? Abraham Maslow was one of the most famous psychologists alive, and he identified that humans have five basic needs. And the lowest need is your most basic human need of food, of water. And if you don't have that need met, then you don't even go on to the next highest need, which is shelter and safety, And each need, we don't go to the next need unless the lower need is met. And what he identified is that the fourth highest need is achievement, success, or self-esteem, is feeling proud of your accomplishments. And what's happened in our world is we're living in a world that is all about what you have accomplished, what have you done, the checklist, the checklist, the checklist. And so we're living in a world that has achieved and overachieved and overachieved. And I mean, mostly in the Western world, and chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, the influence that that capitalism and that the 
treadmill of success has had on you and had on me and had on us. But Maslow identified that there was a fifth higher need. And the fifth higher need was what he called self-actualization. And this is contributing of yourself to something larger. This is purpose. This is meaning. This is knowing that you and you alone matter. And I think at our core, this is what we all yearn for. We want to know that we as ourselves matter. And a way to think about you mattering is to ask yourself, what makes your life meaningful? Does your family make your life meaningful? Like, is that what is making you feel like your life matters and that your life has a greater purpose for you? What about your work? Is your work meaningful to you? Unfortunately, most of the people who come to me in terms of coaching clients are doing work that is not meaningful to them. It's meaningful to somebody. It's meaningful to their boss. It's meaningful to the CEO. It's meaningful to someone out there that needs the service. Like when I was in the automotive world, I was so yearning to make a difference. I was so like desperate to contribute something greater and really like do something that mattered that I used to think about, okay, I work for a company that makes the rims or, you know, the wheels of a car and the wheels of a car help, you know, a car to be safe and inside of cars are babies. And so, okay, I'm making a difference because I'm ensuring that babies are safe. Now that is a hundred percent true. And just because it is someone's purpose doesn't mean it was mine. In fact, one of the ways that I knew I had to get out of the automotive world is that I hired this great guy named Brian. And Brian will forever be in my memory because he was such a great lesson for me because Brian came to work for me in my department and he moves into his cubicle and he brings this big box of stuff. And as he starts unpacking his box, there is a car calendar. There is a car picture frame with him and his family. There is a old like pictures of old Corvettes and old Cadillacs. His entire cubicle was seriously wallpapered in everything car automotive. This was his passion. This is what was meaningful to him. He came alive. It mattered to him. So cars matter. They absolutely matter. I love my car. It helps me get from A to B and I want it to be safe for everyone I love who is riding with me and all the people around me. But it didn't make feel like it was meaningful for me. And this, I think, is where so much of the disconnect is, is that we're doing work that ultimately does matter, but it's not necessarily personally meaningful. So what makes your life meaningful? Is it volunteering? Are you volunteering in some way? Your friends? Your community? Your faith? What would make your life more meaningful? So let's pause and define the word meaningful. So meaningful is having a serious, important, or useful quality or purpose having a serious, important, or useful quality or purpose. And let's just take the automotive example. Indeed, it was a serious, important, and useful purpose, but it wasn't meaningful to me. It wasn't what was useful and had that kind of sincerity, right? When something is meaningful, there's a sincerity to it. So if something is going to be meaningful to you, then it needs to be sincere to you. It needs to be significant to you, to your heart, to your passions, to what really lights you up. And it's okay that cars were meaningful to Brian and not to me because we each are needed to have different passions in the world. Like there is an ecosystem and we need Brian's who are really people like Brian who are really into cars. And we need people like me who are really into women's empowerment. And we need people who are really into men's empowerment, right? Like there is someone on Facebook who's constantly emailing me saying, why aren't you doing this for men? And I'm like, listen, 
Why don't you go do it for men? I want you to do this work for men. Please go create the Purpose Man podcast. It's just not my gig. It's not mine to do. So we want to be able to look at and say, what is meaningful to you? What makes my life more meaningful is doing this podcast for you, right? Hearing from you that you love it, hearing from you that you're thinking about things that I said, hearing from you that you're using some of the tools gives my life meaning. You may know that one of the things that I do is I take women on retreats all over the world. And I recently got back from Greece and a woman arrived on that trip and was kind of gray, right? She like just felt like she was not alive. She had lost her smile. She (laughs) smiled on day two. She was laughing and smiling. And she said, I haven't genuinely smiled in 20 years. And we had a beautiful, big kind of private joke among us about unicorns because we did so much dancing and we had a pool at our retreat house. I love, love, love getting luxury villas for our, for my retreats. And so we had this big pool and we ended up getting a blow up unicorn that we, you know, we went skinny, skinny dipping in the pool and we loved like playing with the unicorn. And so she ended up, the retreat brought her so much to life that she ended up making a sweatshirt when she got home that had a unicorn on one side and a mantra, her personal mantra that she created of the kind of goddess that she is on the back. And that's meaningful to me. I have a coaching client whose father died when she was a little girl. And when she came to me just a few weeks ago, she was feeling pretty shut out of life. And here she is in her 30s. And so just today, we identified this desire of hers to be zesty, this desire to play. And as we started digging into the eight-year-old, the nine-year-old inside of her before her father passed away, she said she was full of life. She sang, she would dance, she was smiling. And so the work I did with her today to get back in touch with that little girl and the homework, the purpose work she's going to be doing over the next two weeks to bring that inner child to life, the joy to life. I mean, it was so beautiful. We were both crying. It was just beautiful. Like this work is meaningful to me. And so the question is, what is going to make your life meaningful to you? For me, improving women's well-being is what makes my life meaningful. And that's why I'm always looking for ways to improve your life. One of the ways is ritual vitamins. I've been talking about it for a few weeks, but I have to tell you, they have made me a believer. In full disclosure, they contacted me to sponsor the Purpose Girl podcast, and I said, I have to try it. And now I'm a paying customer because the vitamins are the only vitamins I've ever seen where I can see inside. It's only the nine essential ingredients that women need. It's folate instead of folic acid. Most women cannot digest folic acid. We need actual folate. It has omega-3. It tastes good. It's mint essential oils. And I'm telling you, my acne is so much less. My cycle has returned. It is so great. I love, love, love these vitamins. And it's only a dollar a day totally delivered to your door. So This is something, listen, 95% of women do not get the vitamins and minerals that they need on a daily basis. And so I totally love Ritual. Like I said, I'm now a paying customer, and that's why I'm so comfortable talking to you about it. Go to, if you're interested in these, get them. Go to ritual.com slash purpose girl. Let them know that I sent you because I'm telling you these things have made me feel so much better, and they will make you feel so much better as well. And number two is the new Happy Woman Shop. I am so excited to bring you this because I have wanted to create a shop for a long time that had products that would give you daily boosts of happiness. So whether that is a shirt that says, I choose happy, or that's a mug that has a whole declaration of happiness on it, or a little art print, I have been wanting to bring you products that you can have all around you every day that would just judge up your 
happiness. And so I'm super, super, super excited to tell you all about the Happy Woman Shop. You can go to bit.ly slash women's happy, bit.ly slash women's happy, and you will find like the cutest shirts and the cutest sweatshirts. And we launched this actually the day of Women's Global Happiness Day because I wanted to be able to support a nonprofit and bringing in some sort of money into it, right? Like I held Women's Global Happiness Day and it was amazing, right? Talk about meaning in your life, right? We had 98 events in 19 countries, women from Nigeria, women from Israel, women in the Philippines and Canada and Europe, like all over, really taking a stand for their own happiness and their own well-being and that they are the role models that we have to be the ones who pursue our dreams, And so we decided to launch the store because really I paid for all of it, like the website and everything out of pocket, which is fine, but I wanted some sort of money coming in that we could be able to also donate to charity and be able to support this new not-for-profit opportunity. So please, it would mean a huge deal to me if you would go over to the shop bit.ly slash women's happy. In fact, one of the things on the shop is the women's happiness declaration, which says, my happiness is my choice. I'm worthy of exquisite joy and fulfillment. I celebrate myself and all other women. We embrace our whole selves. We follow our dreams knowing that we are the ones who will change this world. So amazing products there. And I'm so excited for you to go check those out. So all of these things make my life more meaningful. And we want to get to the heart of what is going to make your life more meaningful. And what we know absolutely without a doubt is that when you are making a contribution, when you're contributing your unique gifts, your specific talents, When you are doing something that is aligned with what you're passionate about, that makes you feel come alive, that really like gets your blood all juiced up, that really is something that either gets you excited or breaks your heart because you know that you want to make this difference in the world, you will feel like your life is meaningful. Living a life where you feel like your life has purpose, where you feel like your life is meaningful to you will not only make you happier, it'll make you more physically healthy, it will also make you more resilient. Nietzsche said, he who has a why to live can live through almost any how, right? Which makes perfect sense because when we have something greater that we're living toward, we can get through anything. This is so well illustrated in Viktor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning. If you have not read it, please run out, get this book. It's in the show notes. You've got to read this book. Viktor Frankl was a Holocaust survivor who was in Auschwitz and two other camps in the matter of a few years. And he also was a psychiatrist. And so he went into the war already thinking about what is it that makes someone want to live? What gives someone their will for, for life? And what he found is that humans have a will to live and they have a will for meaning. And that more than money, what we crave is knowing that we matter. Frankel wrote in his book, Man's Search for Meaning, he said, everyone has a uniqueness and a singleness which distinguishes the individual. You have a uniqueness and a singleness which distinguishes you. In this way, then there's, it's impossible to replace you, right? And that's why I think of purpose as the unique, active way that you impact this world and that you are needed I love to think of it as an ecosystem, right? We, we need the cows and we need the grass and we need the bees and the, the flowers for the pollen. It's like it all has to work together. The same is true of our purpose, that we each have a unique gift and it's needed in order to make the world hum. I mean, can you imagine a world when we were each doing something that was meaningful to us? But what most of us are doing is we're working in a bunch of jobs or living a life that is not meaningful to us. 
And because purpose then is so ingrained in our core selves, that's why it often makes us feel so alive. Listen, research from 2011 showed that people who identify as their lives having purpose, they identify as their lives also being highly satisfying. And they say that even on a crappy day, and we will all have crappy days. I have crappy days. I have shared with you my pains. I mean, I've shared with you pains of having miscarriages. I've shared with you challenges that I've had in my marriage. I've shared, there's so much. I have and just daily crap. Sometimes I just have PMS and I don't feel good. But I still always know that I matter. I still always know that my life matters, that my life is meaningful and that there's purpose. And therefore, I still have high satisfaction of life even on a crappy day. And this is why when you're searching for purpose, you're like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. You feel lost without it. And we feel depressed and frustrated in search of it. We know that when you're searching for purpose in kind of your early 20s, it feels good. It's exciting. You're looking at why am I here? What do I want to do? And you're dreaming big. But we know that after that point, if you're in your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, and you're going, okay, I did everything I was supposed to do, but now what? It no longer feels exciting to search for purpose. Instead, it's actually making us more miserable. It's giving us depression and anxiety. And this is why we have to really start to shift the conversation. Instead of being on this search, instead of feeling like there's something wrong with us, God, most people do not know what their purpose in life is. Instead, what we have to do is get into a place of being curious, curious about what makes us light up, curious about the dreams in our heart, curious about the fun things that we would like to do. And then we actually have to start doing them and know that the more that we do that, which lights us up, the more that we do that, which is meaningful to us, the more our purpose will become clear. What we know from the research is that purpose makes us feel confident. It makes us go for our goals. It makes us committed to our goals. Right? It's like when you feel like you are you're, you have a central aim, that's what Todd Cashton and Patrick McKnight, two of the main researchers on purpose, they talk about purpose being a central self-organizing life aim, right? It's not a specific goal. It's like a higher aim, like I'm here to inspire others or I'm here to help support the world or I'm here to help people. It keeps you focused. It also helps you prioritize your goal and prioritize your life, right? Where you you start to now make decisions because you have this higher sense that you're here for something and that your talents and your your strengths matter. Because of all of this, it helps us be resilient, stay on course, and it feels good. Purpose gives us that self-esteem. And you might be sitting there and going, okay, Karen, that's all nice and good, but like, how do I actually discover my purpose. Well, the first thing we want to do is we want to stop calling it like, I got to find my purpose. I got to find my purpose. Cause that means that purpose is out there, right? It's like, you're looking under a couch for it the way you might look for your keys or something. No purpose is inside. And we want to shift it from finding a purpose to uncovering because I firmly believe that our purpose is being our full selves and doing that, which is in our heart. It's kind of that simple. It's just that over time, who we are and our desires get covered up because the world says, what do you, who do you think you are? You think you're going to open a bakery? You don't know how to open a bakery. Nobody's going to come. That's expensive. You can't do that. Or you think, oh, who do you think you are to want to build furniture? Like who's going to buy your furniture, right? So it's like, whatever comes to you, you shut out. It's like when I was younger, my dad used to say to me, writers don't make any money. You can't become a writer. And he meant well, right? He didn't want me starving or maybe worse, like going back and living in his house. But we have to start understanding that we are people who were born with passions. We are people who 
each have different passions. We get excited about different things. We also get heartbroken about different things. And whether or not you ever do your work as your purpose, know that when something is calling to you, you have kind of an inkling. One of my clients, she loves supporting her grandmother so much that she wanted to be with other people at the end of their lives. But then she thought, well, working in hospice, you can't make any money. It was like, okay, so you don't have to work in hospice. What about volunteering in hospice? What about making that an important part of your life? We also know that people really get a sense that their life is meaningful from their spirituality. Whether you are someone of a particular religious faith or not, the idea that we are all connected on an energetic level, the idea that we are one people is a higher spiritual concept. So this doesn't mean that you need to have a particular religion. Rather, people who feel connected in a higher spiritual sense to people, to the earth, to planets, to animals, people who feel like they're here for something greater, this sense of spirituality that we are all one, creates a lot of meaning in life. Because then we know that we're here for purpose. We know that there is some way that we are connected. Right? Often it's that sense of fe- that feeling that gives us a sense of awe or transcendence. That's how I feel when I'm doing this podcast. I honestly feel in total awe. Like I recently saw that my podcast was number two in self-help in Malta. And I thought, how else would I ever connect with people in Malta? I've never been to Malta. So thank you all of you out there in Malta. How awesome is that, that I can connect through this to people all over the world? So it gives my life that sense of meaning. And this is the opportunity for you too to really start diving into what would be meaningful to you. And it begins with really knowing who you are, knowing your strengths, knowing your talents, and beginning to take some of those dreams of your heart seriously. I cannot emphasize this enough. In fact, I want to read to you a part of the book that I've been working on. Your purpose is bigger than you. In some ways, your purpose isn't for you. I mean, it will make you happier and allow you to finally feel fulfilled but your purpose is bigger than you. You've been given a gift to share with the world. Someone somewhere needs your gift, and though I will show you how to make money living your purpose, it actually doesn't matter if you do. You need to follow your purpose because purpose isn't about material objects. It's about materializing your greatness. If you have great art talent, how are you serving the world by squandering it in your private journals until you die and your brilliance dies with you? If you get a high talking about intellectual ideas but are too afraid to bring them to anyone or any platform that can use them to make a difference, then what good are those ideas? You are literally a miracle. According to Harvard and Cambridge-trained author Dr. Ali Benazir, there is a 1 in 400 quadrillion chance that you are alive. Think about it. For that sperm to meet that egg on that day means that your maternal grandparents had to meet and like each other and have sex and procreate successfully despite the one in four chance of miscarriage. And your paternal grandparents had to meet despite the fact that there are 7 billion people in the world. My grandparents' procreation is an absolute miracle. Each of them was a teenager in 1930s Vienna, Austria. It just so happened that both of their families summered in the same small village outside the city. The men would commute into Vienna for work every day. And it just so happened that my grandfather's father and my grandmother's uncle were on the same train, in the same train car, standing next to each other on one sunshiny day. They just so happened to start talking and realized that between the two families, there were three boys and three girls. What are the odds? 
The teens were bored, so they all got together. Immediately, my grandfather was taken with my grandmother. A blonde-haired, blue-eyed beauty, she was the life of the party. As a medical student, he was so serious that her zest for life brightened his days. They went on a couple of dates, but he was too serious, too nerdy for her. He wasn't quite sure that she was serious enough to be, quote, wife material. For example, my grandmother's mother hired my grandfather to teach her English, but she never wanted to study. My grandmother just wanted to go dancing. And then Hitler invaded Austria. My grandfather was kicked out of his last semester of medical school for the crime of being Jewish. My grandmother's family lost their business for the same offense. They each had their story of survival, and years later, they reunited in New York City. What are the odds? How many immigrants were in New York at the time? How freaking big is New York? But re-met they did, and three months later, they were married. As if that's not miracle enough, my grandmother had three, yes, three miscarriages. So now what are the odds of my mother being born? Fast forward to a job that randomly took my grandparents to Oak Park, Michigan, where it just so happens that my mom and dad met ice skating in eighth grade. The two began talking and have been happily together and in love ever since. Now, if that's not a miracle, I don't know what is. So what an absolute horrific waste of my miraculous life if I don't pursue this God-given gift and purpose How disrespectful to my grandparents, who I remind you were Holocaust survivors, if I diss the gift I've been given to pursue a ho-hum, mundane life where I feel stuck, lost, and depleted. You are a miracle too. The same is true for you. Whatever the story that led to your procreation, are you going to let that miracle go to waste? For what? Your fear? Your guilt? Your sense of unworthiness? Your attachment to money? Your oh-so-false yet certain belief that you're not good enough to make it? Not good enough. You're a freaking miracle. Even if your parents abused you, even if you grew up with an alcoholic mother, even if no one understood you at home, even if you have cancer right now, God, especially if any of these things have happened, that's even more reason to go live your purpose now. You've overcome the odds to make it, so now let's leverage the strength you've used to survive this challenging life to bring your gifts to the world. Here's the thing. Your purpose is bigger than you. Your purpose is your unique, active impact on the world at large. It's contributing of yourself to the greater good. It's giving your gifts to make a difference. So if you withhold your purpose, what happens to all of those who need you? Now, before you tell me, Karen, there are lots of gluten-free bakeries. If they don't exist, they'll go to another one. Or Karen, there are a million coaches in the world. The market is saturated and doesn't need another one. Listen up. There is no one, and I mean no one exactly like you. No one has your specific strengths and talents and passions. No one has lived your life experiences. So no one, no one can give the same advice that you would. No one can write the book that you can. No one has your recipes for gluten-free donuts. And girl, as a gluten-free woman, I need a good donut. Plus, if the world doesn't need another bakery, then why are more being opened right now at this very moment? And if the world doesn't need another book about parenting, then why will hundreds more hit the bookshelves this year? Someone somewhere is following their dream and not worrying about others who are doing the same. They're staying focused on their mission because they know that someone somewhere needs them. They know that they are an absolute miracle, and with the crazy odds of being alive, they'd be wasting their time and talent if they didn't pursue the dreams they've been given. They know that their purpose is bigger than them. They know that there are people right now waiting for them, people desperate to lose weight, but just haven't found the right trainer who motivates them, people aching for self-love, but just haven't read a book that explained it in the way that they could hear it. People need you. If I have learned anything in my seven years of doing this work, 
It is that there are people who specifically need me and there are people who specifically need you. Your life is a miracle. I was just working with a client recently who knew when she was younger that she wanted to go to law school. She actually knew she wanted to be on the Supreme Court. But she grew up with a family who wanted her to go to college and marry a football player and then go work for her dad's business. And so she did. She married a pro football player. She started working for her dad's business and never felt aligned. And in our work together, as we went deep into her passions and who needs her, she is so passionate about pro-choice. She is so passionate to share her wisdom and story with the world. She is so passionate about making a difference in policy that her desire to be on the Supreme Court came up. But of course, she had dismissed it as, well, how do you get on the Supreme Court? Like, who does that? You know what? She can. She will. And so I'm thrilled to tell you that she is now applying to law school. Oh, my goodness. This woman is amazing. And I'm telling you, she will do it. If anyone can do it, she will. Another one of my clients is a born dancer. And when I started working with her, she had ignored this dream of being a dancer. And then she started to kind of acknowledge it. But she thought, well, how do you become a dancer? That's so big. It's so hard. Well, really, she had already had a whole design for putting out her freestyle dancing onto Instagram. She had just been too afraid to go do it. And I said to her, do you know that there is an eight-year-old girl right now going to Instagram looking for role models? And as I said that, she had tears in her eyes. And she said, now that's an actual reason to go do it and get over my fear. So my friend, you don't have to know what your exact purpose is. What's the one thing you're here to do? doesn't have to be Supreme Court big or becoming a dancer. What you do have to do is you have to start knowing who you are and giving credence to your strengths and the quote-unquote crazy dreams, the crazy wisdom, as my divine feminine sisters and I call it. Crazy wisdom is wisdom that you know deep in your heart but seems insane to other people, like me quitting my six-figure vice president job to do this work. It seemed crazy to other people, but it was deep wisdom because it was truth and because this is what I'm here to do. And so whatever the dreams are in your heart, you might say, well, my dream is to go take a month off and travel to Bethlehem. Great. We don't know what's there for you. Or maybe it might not even be Bethlehem. Maybe it's Bali or it's Greece or whatever. Great. We don't have to know. We have to start taking our crazy wisdom seriously. And this is how we build a life that is meaningful to us. And listen, I get it. I have dreams that I am scared of. I haven't finished this book yet. And I just asked a friend of mine if I could go to her house in a cabin in the woods for a week and try to work on it. So we'll do it together. You and I both, we will continue to create a meaningful life together. And we'll continue to move past fear and move into courage together. Because that's what we do as women, right? We lift each other up. We support one another. And this is how we're going to become our happiest selves. So your purpose power tips today are number one, to allow yourself some of the dreams that have been in your heart. Sit, meditate, ask yourself, what's something I've said was crazy before, but is really a secret dream that you haven't told anybody. Number two, if you don't know what that is, then get some help. Call me as a coach or call another coach. I really don't care who you work with. I'd love to work with you, but work with someone else. Let yourself have the truth that you are here for purpose and get to know what that is. And number three, take one small step. Any small step is so necessary. That question, 
I want to come back to the same question that I started with at the beginning. If there were a gun to your head, what would you regret never having done? If it is speaking to somebody and telling someone you love them or you forgive them or you're sorry, then that is what's meaningful to you. And so go do that now. If it is that you had wanted to write a book or create a song for your first love, then that's what's meaningful to you and go do that now. If it is discovering your roots, your ancestral roots, where you came from, which is honestly one of the things that is still in my bucket list of things I want to do and haven't done, and I will feel so bummed if I die with this idea, my grandparents' love story, and I haven't researched it in my heart. That's something I have to do. So that's what's meaningful to me. Go do that. We're going to do it together. We're going to get over our fear and live with courage and meaning together. So I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of the Purpose Girl Podcast. I hope that it is inspiring you to get clear on what's meaningful to you. And even if you don't know your big purpose, forget it. One of the reasons people don't pursue purpose is that they're trying to be like Oprah or Supreme Court big. Forget it. Start with a small knowing. Pursue that. Follow that. Think of impacting one person. Think of contributing one gift. With that, I thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this episode of the Purpose Girl Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please let me know. Please review it. Give me five stars. Send me an email. Tell me what you liked about it. Tell me what else you want to know. It lights me up and makes my world so meaningful when I can do that to you. I would love it, love it, love it if you would subscribe, if you would download this episode and every episode, and even more so if you would send this episode to every woman in your life who is searching for purpose, who knows that they're lost or stuck and that there has to be something more, something meaningful for them. Send it to them and send it to the men too. Like the content I shared is not just unique to women. It's just, you know, I'm a girl's girl. And finally, please join me on Facebook. I have a Facebook group that is really starting to pick up steam where every week we are asking a new question so that you can get thinking on Monday so you can get thinking about your week and you can get all lit up. I am working on other things I'm going to bring exclusively to that Facebook group. It's called Purpose Girls. You want to go find it, Purpose Girls. And also you can follow my business page, which is Coach Karen Rockhind uh, on Facebook. And then of course, over on Instagram, Karen Rockhind. I love, love, love doing this work with you. Thank you for helping me to live my purpose and to have a meaningful life. I cannot tell you how much I love you. With that, may you live purposefully. May you love yourself. And may you love life. Bye for now.